0: What happens when a Catholic deacon matches wits with a Catholic radio show host? You get a marriage made in heaven. They may not always agree, but they're always faithful. It's the Akins with their View from the Pew on modern day radio.
1: And welcome to this episode of View from the Pew. I am your host, Brenda Aiken, and joining me today is the man who gets to celebrate the first of three weeks of spring break the good deacon scott aiken
2: the first of three weeks of which i have to be even more active in the home than i already am <laughs> because all of covid i've been in the house and i've been doing a lot of you know backfilling and helping out where i mm-hmm. can but now with the kids home at least some of the kids um yeah it exponentially begins to grow with the work that I, and the food feeding i have to do so it's kind of like all the chicks kind of come home and we have a oldest coming home with her husband, so we get an added bonus.
1: I'm not sure how it worked out this way this year, but all three of the kids that are in school, uh, one in high school, another one in college, and then our oldest daughter who's out of school, though that works at a school, her husband is still finishing up in college, all three of those groups all have separate spring breaks. So our daughter's on spring break now in another couple of weeks, the oldest and her husband will be back for spring break. And then the week after that, our son in high school is on spring break. Nobody is aligned together. I'm not sure why that is working out that way. It doesn't make it very convenient to plan anything, but nonetheless, you're home with all of them. So enjoy your time.
2: (laughs) Three weeks of spring break, the parent nightmare.
1: (laughs) So when we were in college, we never did any of those big spring break kind of vacations. Now, we were already married by the time we went off to college. I was working. You were in school in Northern California. So we had obligations. And... You know, we at that time had this mindset of, okay, we're going to get married and then you have a degree to get. And then as soon as you graduate, well, we've got plans and and we've got to get these careers started. And we thought that we had an idea of how our journey was going to be. And I think God just maybe chuckled a little bit at us and said, there, there, children, I know where you're going. You're fretting a little too much about it. But we thought we had to control it and had to have the plan
2: how much better we appreciate that now that we are some 20 years plus into being parents, right? Cause mm-hmm. that's exactly what we watch with our kids. They have these grand ideas and then the reality of, okay, well, what, what skills and gifts do I have? What are really my desires? How much, how much of commitment can I make to, to whatever it is that they're hot on at the moment and then it kind of fades away and then they realize, oh, I think I need to check. What, what is it that I need to do? So, I mean, as a parent, you just kind of have to sit and watch. I think we're like God in many ways watching our own lives unfold. That, yeah, you have an idea, but I have the idea. And I think that's the exciting part that we see with our kids because we start to see the potential.
1: Oh, um, absolutely. Looking back on all the years, we do have a lens. That's the benefit of having parents. And we, in fact, have, you know, my parents are still living in, they have their lens to see their whole lives, and I think they have a joy of really seeing how far we've come, and now we have a joy of helping our kids, although sometimes doesn't feel so joyful, but nonetheless, our son has a whole world of options available to him. Our next daughter, who's in nursing school, well, that goal is just there, and she's got a lot of work to get there, and then our oldest daughter, who's graduated now, with trying to say, now that I've got this shiny degree in hand, how am I going to be able to put it to the best possible use? And yet we kind of know what this side of it. Well, that's a long journey. And boy, the different roads and offerings on ramps they're going to be able to take by using all of those things. Well, really, God has to be the driver of that. And it's hard for them at this point to relinquish that control. But boy, we certainly know from our own journey that God was definitely the one in control of every decision that we made.
2: Right, and you know, um, in that litany of our children, we, uh, we wanted to highlight, I think appropriately, that our second daughter, I think she was impacted maybe the hardest uh, with regard to COVID. Remember they had the drive, drive-by graduation because of the year that she graduated was right at the beginning of COVID. Um, so all of that to see potential, but also as parents to remain hopeful and to keep our kids hopeful that there is a purpose. That's the part I think that really has come to, I think a lot of parents' um, doorstep to realize, I've I've got to be more engaged because my kids can get lost in all that this world has brought forward with response to COVID and response to the challenges of the, the world politics and war. Yeah, we gotta be, we gotta be focused on hope that there is a direction of God in their lives.
1: And for all that our daughter had to give up that year, she was a senior in high school, no prom, no graduation. It was just such a weird time that even though there were so many letdowns, it can be transforming if they allow themselves to recognize, you know, what blessings they were able to have through all of this. And now, boy, the greatest blessing of all is that, well, we are just a few months away from her wedding. And again, during that year, it was difficult to understand what direction this was going to go. And then now as we're kind of on the other end of COVID now, that, well, we can see God's hand guiding her all along. And boy, great things just awaiting for her to in her future. Well, we do have a great show ahead for you because we're going to be talking about dreams and dreaming bigger and allowing God to really be a part of that because today our special guest is Dan Demat. He is the host of EWTN's Beyond Damascus and his new book is called Dream Bigger. It's a 21-day journey to unlock God's dream for your life.
2: And after that, we're going to share with you as parents how we have grown in our finding of hope to share that with our own children and giving them hope during these times of challenge.
1: So stay with us. We got a great show ahead for you on this week's View from the Pew.
0: Big dreams in a small town. We were try-
3: when I was looking at going from renting a house to buying a house for the first time, I was terrified by that kind of financial commitment. I called my dad told him about my fear, and he said, You know, I got your back. If things don't work out, I can always bail you out. So I gave it my all with a new spirit of peace, knowing that I had this safety net because I have a father who's looking out for me. Thank God for good dads. You know, guys, you have a heavenly father who's looking out for you. Jesus said, Your father knows what you need before you even ask him. Look, you have problems to face every day. You have obstacles to conquer. You have things that stress you out. That's okay. We all do. There's no escaping that in life. But as you approach those things and you give it your all, do it with the spirit of someone who has a father whose God is back. Because guess what? You do. Send us a message at connect at reallifecatholic.com. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com.
1: We have begun our Lenten journey and it's that time of preparation. Maybe you're looking for a prayer resource that will help guide you through these weeks. Don't forget to add seafood to your shopping list for Fridays. You can get what you need and support Day Radio when you shop for the cause. Link your Fred Meyer community reward card or shop Amazon Smiles program and a percentage of every purchase will come back to us. More information can be found at MontereyRadio.com, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
0: Scott and Brenda Aiken with their View from the Pew on Mater Dei Radio.
1: Well, perhaps you've had a conversation with your children talking about their dreams and goals for their life. Well, maybe you think about this in your own life. You might think about what interests you. You ask your kids about what they're passionate about. But do you ever ask, what do you think God wants for you? Well, in his new book, Dream Bigger, author Dan DeMatte will take you on a 21-day journey to unlock God's dream for your life. Dan is the host of EWTN's Beyond Damascus and is joining me today. Hello, Dan. Thanks so much for your time today.
4: Hey, thank you. It's a joy to be on your show.
1: Well, what a great book. And in fact, I'll start here. Archbishop Charles Chapu writes, Dan DeMatte has dreamed big dreams. And his new book invites you and me to do the same. Get this book and you will be inspired. Ah, I love that. So let me ask you, do we limit our life goals when we leave God out of the picture and go with what we feel we're passionate about?
4: (laughs) You know, I I think uh, uh, we definitely limit our life goals um, to the extent that we only focus on what we are possible uh, what we are capable of accomplishing versus what God's capable of accomplishing so I think a lot of times when we when we dream we, we dream through the lens of what what can I accomplish and what do my natural gifts and abilities uh, bring to the table and um, and we, we look at it from an earthly lens uh, but we we have a gospel that says nothing is impossible for God and he says if you have faith, you can say to the mountains, mountains, get up and move, and they will move. And um, so when when you dream with God and when you have a a faith that can move mountains, God can do impossible and and wonderful things through you. Uh, And and so we don't want to limit ourselves to me. Uh, We want to limit ourselves to God's capacity.
1: Oh, absolutely. Dan, I can attest that even in my own life, in my career path, of all the things I thought possible I would do, I never believed or thought that I would be on Catholic radio and get through God's hand, so definitely involved with it. Well, this is where I am. So uh, it lends me to ask you, how does God's dream for us kind of differ than our own dreams?
4: Yeah, you know, I think that's that's such a good question. I I think uh, ultimately— um the God inspires us um, to dream in a way that is um, is really partnering with what He wants to accomplish in the world. And so I think there's an element of uh, in the conversion process when we, you know holiness isn't about doing it's holiness isn't about doing all the right things. Holiness is about becoming. It's about becoming another Christ in this world. and as we as we become more like Jesus, we take on the mind of Christ and When we take on the mind of Christ, we look at the world not from um, just our perspective, but we look at the world from God's perspective. And, you know, I I really lay out a a vision for Dreaming with God that um, kind of the starting place is a heavenly place where I sit side by side with God the Father, and I just ask Him to show me how He sees the world. How does He see poverty? How does He see those who are lost? How does He see my school, my workplace, how does he see my family, how does he see my neighborhood? And, and as, as you just sit and converse with God from his perspective, to see the world from his perspective, um, something happens in your heart that you, you take on the mind of Christ, you take on the heart of Christ. And, and sooner or later, as you see the world from his perspective, he says, hey, this is a part of the world that I want you to make a difference in. Will you join me in that? And, and you start to discover what
1: he's asking from you. Dan Demat is joining us today. He's the host of EWTN's Beyond Damascus. He's also the author of a great new book titled Dream Bigger. Well, Dan, you know, with raising kids and the good Deacon and I, we've raised four children are still raising the youngest ones. You know, in their lives, we we focus them, we look at what they can do and what they're interested in. We put them in sports that they tend to be good at or after school programs for art and different things like that. And then you go to college and you're like, help them pick a, a degree and then they graduate. And boy, they are ready to just take on everything that they have learned. That's not to say, though, that there are obstacles in the way there's obstacles that keep us from really experiencing the greatness intended for us. What are some of the pitfalls that we seem to always fall into?
4: Yeah, great question. Thank you. I I think one of the the ones that comes to mind the most is just the fear of failure. Mm. Um there's a there's a fear that um if if God reveals something on my heart that I'm called to do something great with my life, I'm I'm afraid I'm gonna fail. And and overcoming that fear of failure is absolutely critical. And so I kind of coached throughout the book on how to overcome a fear of failure. I think also the fear of opinions of others uh, becomes very crippling um, that we we can um, in a sense allow the opinions of others to dictate our actions and, and we get our compass from other people as opposed to relying on the Lord for our, our, our compass in, in that process and I to lastly just almost a, um, uh, a a small mindedness or a complacency that like, um, what I'm doing is good enough, um, and um, I think the Lord wants to pull greatness out of us, not to say that um, we're not enough, so we shouldn't we should experience that feeling of inadequacy, but, but that we also shouldn't be in a place of, of just lukewarmness where I live for a comfort kingdom or I live for um, me and my own, but I really ask, how how can I partner with God in transforming this world for the sake of the salvation of souls? and for the sake of advancing the kingdom of God.
1: Dan, you spoke just a moment ago about pondering what God wants for us, thinking about his plans for our whole lives and that for our families and and those things that we want to try to really experience greatness in. But how is dreaming about what God wants for us different than fantasizing about our own pursuits and things that we want to do? <laughs>
4: Well, I think there's a, a difference between a God-given dream and a fantasy. So, a dream is, is something that, with faith, you move uh, you move on with action and and, and strategy. And, and a fantasy is something you think about, but you have no strategy or plan around it. And so, you know, faith builds uh, <clears throat> on nature. And so, the Lord wants he he, he wants us um, to use natural uh, skill sets, natural strategies to put his dreams into action. And so this actually, the the book isn't just a book. Uh, I find that a lot of times um, we can read books and they don't, they, they don't transform our life. And uh, the goal of this uh, book was actually that it would transform our lifestyle or it would help us actually discover the dream and start activating the dream. So every single day of this journey, there's actual journal pages and there's daily activations where You can read a little bit about how to discover God's dream for your life and then activate that by moving into a time of prayer or action to help you truly discover that. And then towards the latter part of the book, there's activations that help you strategize how do I put God's dream on my life into action? And I think a lot of times I meet like, so I'm kind of like a Catholic entrepreneur and I love innovation and ideas and creativity and vision and I meet with so many people who are trying to start new ministries or start new apostolates or or do uh, some new program at their church, and so often they've got an incredible dream or they have an incredible idea, but they don't know what practical steps to take to put that into action. And so this book, is it, it just takes all of my experience of helping people activate their own dreams and ideas um, and, and, and helps the reader just really say, okay, I've got this awesome dream I want to pursue. What's how do I get
1: started? Well, the way to get started is to get Dan's new book, Dream Bigger, a 21-day journey to unlock God's dream for your life. It is out by Sophia Institute Press. All right, well, let's open up this book. In 21 days, hopefully we can turn our lives into something greater and dream right along with God. So how is your book meant to be used, and what do you hope the reader gets out of it after 21 days?
4: <laughs> you know, I just hope everyone becomes everything that God wanted them to be. Um, I think that when I love that we, we call God father and we call ourselves His children. Um, I, I've got four amazing kids and when I look at them, they're young. And, and all I see, I, I look at their uniqueness. I look at their, uh, particular, um, quirks, uh, their skills, their, their, their beauty. And, and I just dream of who they will become. And I went through a process of just as, as a dad thinking about my own kids and then sitting down in, in prayer and saying, okay, God, how do you look at me, you know, like as my dad and, and you see me as your child and you like you see my future and you have desires for me. And so I think I, I, I just really want people to become who their dad sees that they'll become and allow allow their dad to pull that out of them. Um, I, I spend time praying and thinking about how I can pull that out of my own children, uh, how I can pull greatness out of them, how I can shape them and form them to be everything God uh, God wants them to be and I want them to be. And, and, and the Father does that for us. I also just really, you know, my heart wants to see the church be innovative again. The church used to be a place of innovation and creativity. And uh, you think about the Renaissance time period, it was it was the church that brought all this new life into the world through art and beauty, and I, I feel like we've lost that innovation as a church. And so, to rediscover the the beauty of Catholicism is is a big part of my dream for this book.
1: Well, the name of that book is "Dream Bigger: A Twenty One Day Journey to Unlock God's Dream for Your Life." It would be an excellent resource for our Lenten season to. Uh, kind of explore more. It is out by Sophia Institute Press. Well, Dan, I really appreciate your time today. I uh, look forward to reading this book and just really kind of seeing and dreaming about what God's dream is for me. Thank you so very much today.
4: Amen. No problem. Thank you.
1: And again that is Dan Demet. So the name of the book again, Dream Bigger: A 21-Day Journey to Unlock God's Dream for Your Life. I will be sure to add a link to where you can get right to Sophia Institute Press order a copy for yourself or better yet, go to one of our great local Catholic bookstores. I'm sure they will be able to get a copy for you. Again, you'll get to find those links on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com. big dreams. Everybody has dreams, especially when you're younger. The world is just there for the taking and you're ready to embark on something. But sometimes, you know, you don't hear God's voice through all of the noise. You think you've got this all under control. And then, like I said in the opening, God says, let me guide you. You will do great things. And, you know, we look at our children and We see this incredible beauty of who each one of them is, the gifts that God has given them and the amazing things that they will be able to do in their lives. Can you just imagine how God so much greater than what we can be as human beings, the lens that which he sees all of us. Again, as Dan said, there is nothing that is not within our ability and reach.
2: Yeah, you know, we hear this as growing up as children, the various verses in the Bible that speak to that. But I I think, you know, we we don't have at that point the ears to hear what Mm -hmm. that hope is. And St. Paul um, in 1 Corinthians, he speaks about the fact that we see dimly now what we'll see clearly when we're with God face to face. And that's inspiring and hopeful to hear. But to a kid, that's like, oh, I have to wait till I get to heaven And yet, if we contrast that with Christ's promise that heaven is here and now, that we have a responsibility to be turning our face to God's face now, not waiting to heaven, and in so doing have revealed to us who we are in the eyes of God. Because each and every life, as we as Catholics can so uh, adamantly attest to, is valuable Because God created them. We didn't create them. We participated in the act of creation, but we aren't the creators. And so God has a purpose for each person. And for our kids, how do we convey that to our children as they hear these passages, as they listen to our faith, as they grow in faith now on their beginning on their own as adults? It's to be rooted in that.
1: As I had mentioned with Dan, thinking of all of the possible things that I would do in our life and the things that you would accomplish, you have come a long way with federal service, but your diaconate has definitely been a larger part of the dream that maybe we had only thought of a little bit when we first got married, and it only became a greater dream when we allowed God to be a part of that. Of all of the possible things I thought I would do in my life, being on Catholic radio, was a never on my radar. And it was only because of something you said to me, Scott, when I was in between jobs, a future that I thought I had in a different path. Well, it didn't work out. And I remember it so clearly when you said to me, don't have anxiety about this. Don't worry. God will reveal the next thing that you were supposed to do. Now, it was very difficult for me to hear and understand that because I was the one who didn't know where to go but you had faith that God would reveal it. he had enough to help carry me through kind of an uncertainty in my life. And then God said, don't worry. I know this dream and it's so much bigger than what you can imagine. And now here I get to be on the radio every morning. You and I get to have this show once a week in the evenings. And it is so much greater than I thought that it could ever be. And it is a blessing. And again, it speaks right to what Dan is talking about in his dream, that we limit what we can do when we limit what God's ability is to work in our lives.
2: Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you. A prophet to the nations, I appointed you. This is the Lord speaking to Jeremiah, but it's, it's expounded on in our faith to be applying to all of us that God knew us before we were formed. We were a thought in God's mind, his infinite mind. And to know that, then when we think of the term big dreams, how limiting we make that in the context of things that we see in the society. Like, um, uh, you know, the the stardom shows that we see on TV. People want to be um, a, a big dream of being an actor, a big dream of being an entrepreneur. But I think the big dream that is being spoken of here is that I could be fully aware of how much I'm loved by God. Because right now, I think many of us listening to this and us even speaking on this radio show, we have a sense of God's love for us, but we don't know the fullness of that love. We Mm. try to understand the fullness. But the big dream is to know how fully loved I am and therefore I am fully complete with all the gifts that have been given to me by the Holy Spirit, and how do I use those? Follow me, Jesus says. Follow me.
1: Well, amen to that. Scott, before we go, will you end us in prayer?
2: Lord, we thank you for the many gifts you give us and the many gifts we have yet to be aware of. Help us in the hearing and the seeing in our lives that we hear and see with eyes and ears that you have given us that we may see the big dream that you have for us and trusting in you follow that to your heavenly father. We ask this in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: And that is going to wrap it up for us this week. Please tune in next week as we share with you more stories about our faith, our family, and our view from the pew.
0: God bless and dream big for God. You've been listening to View from the Pew, a weekly look at faith and family life from a Catholic perspective with Deacon Scott and Brenda Aiken. For more information on the Aikens and to listen to an archive of their previous shows, visit them online at materdayradio.com pew. View from the Pew is produced at the studios of Modern Radio in Portland, Oregon.